This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. What would the destruction of the ethanol industry look like? I would think it would look pretty much like what we see today. While some things are likely to improve, such as COVID-19 depressed motor fuel demand, they're not likely to improve fast enough or fully enough to bring shuttered plants back online. For that to happen, ethanol plants have to be profitable, make money, and a positive ethanol market is not even close for the industry today. If losses over 70 cents a gallon continue, there will be more ethanol plants closing. Not enough plants have closed to stop rising ethanol stocks from continuing to set new records. When ethanol plants close, it supports the price of ethanol, which is very uncompetitive with unleaded gas. Discretionary blending will contract. I've often heard it said that commodity prices cannot go to zero. Crude oil proved that wrong on April 20th, 2020. A seller paid a buyer 40 cents a barrel just to take his contract away from him on Monday. The total collapse in the crude oil market is going to give refineries such cheap feedstock that unleaded gas prices should fall to historical lows. The price of corn would have to fall to less than a dollar a bushel for ethanol plants to break even, and I hope that doesn't happen. The RFS may support a low level of blending, but if the market is not there to blend 15 billion gallons of ethanol, it is not there. The RFS obligation will not be met. Ethanol exports have collapsed to Brazil and several other previous customers who are suffering the same collapse in demand that we are experiencing here. China would have an opportunity, but do they want to pay 25 cents a gallon more for ethanol than unleaded gas? I doubt it. DDG values are not going to save the ethanol margin. Feed demand will be declining too. Soybean prices have deflated as a competitor. These are about as ugly a set of fundamentals that I think I've ever seen in my life for a market. Never let a crisis go to waste. It was a Democrat who that quote was attributed to, but Ted Cruz is putting it to good use, spearheading an effort to get the EPA to grant RFS waivers to Texas, Utah, Wyoming, and Louisiana. They will argue that high ethanol prices are harming consumers. There were requests for RFS waivers when the price of corn went to $8 a bushel years ago that were denied. Oilmen were not in charge of EPA back then like they are now. I would not be totally shocked if the EPA seriously considered granting them. Right now, the RFS and the ethanol industry are teetering on total destruction. That was not meant to sound emotional. I've done everything that I could to fight for this industry. I was aggressive because that what it took, but few got it. I blame Donald J. Trump as much as the Saudis. He approved the RIN waivers. The crude oil market collapsed in the first notice day for the May contract. If you did not want to take delivery of physical crude oil, you'd best get out of the way. Deliveries represented the best or only market available. There were physical crude reportedly selling for 2 to $4 a barrel, and the seller paid the freight. Storage capacity is being maxed out all over the world. While the collapse was in the May contract, the June contract is left high, if not dry, producing a large continuation gap. Having traded for less than zero, May crude marked a long-term historical low, but the June contract could test it. It looks like a great price compared to May. The Russian-Saudi Trump deal was far too little, far too late to help, and likely to unravel. 
It is the oil market that will call the shots relative to reducing production. Russia will go into crisis as COVID-19 is ramping up there. Their cash reserves are not in dollars. And the price of crude is far under their budget, creating a fiscal crisis. They will sweep their bends of wheat out of desperation of having something to sell. The KC wheat chart looks poised for new highs with three-wave corrections finished. Drought in France and a turn toward a drier weather forecast for the Ukraine and Russia sparked the market. A higher wheat market in dollars with a weak ruble is a bonanza for Russians with any wheat to sell. I don't think that they'll bite any limits on their exports until they literally run out, regardless of where that leaves their domestic market. The recent freeze damage done in the plains is said to have hurt wheat in that region. Good to excellent crop condition ratings fell. They're going to chop damaged wheat for silage. Acres harvested for grain will be shrinking further from historical low levels. It was a good thing for the corn market that wheat was trading sharply higher or it would have been off even more. All the CCC payment will do for some corn producers is fund them to hang on longer so they'll get a still lower price. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call at 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 